It's Amy's Table, a girl's guide to living with Amy Tobin on Q102. Pull up a chair and join us. You know, I am always excited when my guest this morning joins us because she brings such a variety of fantastic books for us to think about. Audrey Buller joining me today. She is a master seller at master bookseller at Joseph Beth Booksellers, and she has brought a stack of stuff that I am so excited. And Audrey, tell me, you have a little bit of a theme today on these books. I do. I'm so excited to talk about these. These are all new releases for the fall, and they're all very girl-centered, girly-centered. Girly. I love it. After all, we're just a couple of girls here. That's it. And these are all great, (laughs) great female characters, real and uh, imaginary, and uh, celebration of femininity in several of these books. Well, you know, every time you come, Joe and I marvel at how your knowledge of all of the books, and you always very humbly say, well, it's what I do for a living, after all. But how many books a, re- a year do you think you read, if you were just a kid? Uh, yeah, I, I would imagine I average about five a month, I, wow. on average. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's a lot. That's great. So tell me a little bit about what you brought sure. today. We'll lead off with Ann Patchett's new novel, The Dutch House. We love Ann Patchett. Yes. We've loved her for years. And this does not disappoint. This is a big, multi-generational family epic centered around a house that was purchased when a family had the the means and wherewithal to support it, and then um, their fortunes take a downturn. And there's a brother and sister couple at the um, at the center of this story, and it spawn, spans several generations. So wonderful. <clears throat> and I noticed that this is a signed first edition. We so were fortunate enough to get from the publisher several. So uh, those are in the store right now. Not certain how long because she's always a popular oh, seller. Oh, I'm so. sure. Yeah. I'm sure. Oh, okay. The Dutch House, a novel by Ann Patchett. That's that's on my list. Yep. Putting it on my keeper stack. <laughs> and so many people have grown to enjoy Patty Smith's volumes of memoir. She is, you know, after an incredible rock career and raising two children and everything else that's happened in her life, she's now turned into this amazing, amazing writer and memoirist. So this is the third in... Um, I haven't read any of them. Oh, man. Just feel- Kids... Uh, what was the other? The M Street and now Year of the Monkey. Oh, she's amazing. She's, she phrases things in such a poetic way. She just sees the world very differently than most yeah, people. Yeah. And, um, this is, this is a, con- she brings you up to date in her life at this point, up to contemporary times. And, uh, nobody is she still Patty. living in, outside of Detroit? No, she okay. lives back in New York now. Okay. She raised her family in Detroit. Okay, and, right. She had uh-huh. a shop in Royal Oak, a very cutting edge, um, little boutique. Oh, cool. And so that was last I paid, you know, mm-hmm. any attention. I'm embarrassed to say I didn't know she was writing all these great books. Oh, yes. She's wonderful. Her, her first volume of memoir, Just Kids, is wonderful. It's about her early days in New York during the seventies and her very close relationship with Robert Mapplethorpe. So, right, right. Mm-hmm, yeah. Wow. Super cool. Cool. Super Year cool. of the monkey. Yep. And now another wonderful writer, Alice Hoffman. I know you love Alice Hoffman. I love Hoffman. Alice Hoffman. Well, I love her too. And this one is absolutely wonderful. It's called The World That We Knew. It, it begins in uh, Berlin prior to the Second World War, but when the Nazis are rounding up the Jews and um, a mother, uh, her husband has been killed. She has a paralyzed mother, uh, the grandmother, and a teenage daughter. 
And she knows she must get the daughter to safety at the very least. And <clears throat> excuse me. And she enlists the the help of a of, of a religious adept. And um, the daughter escapes with the help of a golem, which in Jewish tradition is a creature made of earth and mud that is brought to life. So that's the jumping off she's, point. She's always got that mystical, magical thing happening. And, and yet it, it, for people who have not read her books, you might think, wait, what is going on? And yet in the books, you are right along for the ride. Yes, you are. And nothing is unbelievable. Oh, well, this begins in such a period of turmoil when, when, you know, this woman and her daughter are literally being hunted down in the streets at times. So, you know, it's that's a strange world right there. Right. So it's not that much of a jump to a magical creature to help you. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Okay, I'm putting that in my keep pile. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> you always bring your credit card reader when you come, because I'm like, I'll have it, I'll have it, I'll have it. <laughs> Bibliomania. <laughs> and the next one I'll talk about is a wonderful novel called The Logger Queen of Minnesota. By J. Ryan Stradal or Stradal, I'm not certain how he says his name. He wrote Kitchens of the Great Midwest a couple years ago, which was not a huge hit, but beloved by all of uh, the readers it found. And again, we're back in the Midwest. We're in Minnesota in the uh, 60s. Two sisters who have a rift um, over family money. Can you imagine such a thing? <laughs> no. I don't know where anybody ever got that idea. <laughs> and one decides to become a success in the brewery business in Minnesota in the 60s. And her um, her beer uh, label is Blotz, B-L-O-T-Z, Blotz Beer. And the tagline is, drink lots. It's Blotz. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. <laughs> and so it's the relationship between her and her sister as as uh, the years go by. It's it's delightful. It's wonderful. So it sounds like it's a little funny, little drama all rolled into that's one. That's exactly right. Yeah. That's oh, exactly that's right. Good, that looks good, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We love that. And then the next one I'll mention is The Secrets We Kept by Laura Prescott. This concerns the novel uh, Dr. Zhivago by Boris Pasternak, which was smuggled out of Russia to be published in the West because it couldn't be published in Russia. It was deemed critical of, of, the, uh, of the government there. So the Soviets suppressed it. So the novel became a huge success in the West. Pasternak was lionized. And this particular novel imagines the people who smuggled the novel back into the Soviet Union so that it could be read by the Russians themselves. What a great concept. I know. It. What it's a great wonderful. concept. And you have this cast of wonderful, wonderful women in this. They're all college graduates, so bright. And, of course, they're um, – in the typing pool, because that was basically the only job you could get in those days. And so here they get an opportunity to do something a little more challenging. You know, this is a silly question, but obviously the book is available worldwide now, right? I mean, the the Russian people, Soviet people got a chance to read it. Um, uh, yes, Dr. Zhivago, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, I can't believe they can't. Um, you know, I have a story. Some Kuwaiti women came into our store one day with an escort. Obviously, they were on some sort of professional exchange or something. They spoke English well, and they wanted to do a little shopping. And so I was helping one woman, and and we uh, looked at quite a few books. And then she asked for uh, Thousand Splendid Sons by... Oh, one of my favorites. Khaled Hosseini. And I located on the shelf and gave it to her, and she grabbed it, and she said, I can't buy this in my country. 
So there is still this kind of thing. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, I was so happy to put that into her hands. So she can't buy it, but could she take it back then? I'm hoping she was able to. I'm hoping she was able to. God, that is just really a thought I'm going to think about. I know. Can't buy it in my country. What a great book. One of my favorites ever. Of course, he's the author of The Kite Runner. The Kite Does he have mm-hmm. any other books? Yeah, he has a couple others. I'm blanking on other titles, but yeah. Wow. Well, good for you for yeah. liberating her reading opportunities. <laughs> I just happened to be the bookseller available <laughs> right then, and I'm happy I was. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, then I want to mention a really funny book. Shriekingly funny, as one says, by uh, a writer with a great name. Taffy Brodesser Ackner. <laughs> and again, I hope I'm saying that oh, right. That's so funny, and I'm sure she's introduced that way all the time, I know. right? Go Taffy. <laughs> Just go Taffy. This book is called Fleischman is in Trouble, and it's about a middle-aged cardiologist in New York. <clears throat> he and his wife uh, separate. She has the children. Um, he has the kids, you know, on an agreed upon basis. But all of a sudden, he finds out there's this whole world out, out the outside of his marriage that he didn't know about involving Tinder and <laughs> all kinds of different ways to make friends. And he's absolutely delighting in this world. <laughs> and um, then his, um, his wife decides to book and leave him with the children. And it puts quite a little cramp a, in his style. Just a little. <laughs> and it's, it's very funny. It's very funny. It was just long listed for the National Book Award. And I'm so glad to see that because it's so well written. And well, you had us read the opening paragraph, which is shriekingly funny. And we cannot read it on the air or we'll get in trouble. But it is <laughs> funny, funny, funny. Yep. You're off to the races right away with this book. <laughs> And then I have to make sure that you come back to talk to us about a holiday book I list. I would love to. Yeah, because that's a great gift to give to somebody. Well, we've just entered into the fall season when all the big books come out and with a you know target towards the gift-giving season. So yeah. oh, I'll look forward to talking with you again. Well, can't wait. And so you can find Audrey at the Joseph Beth in Cincinnati at mm-hmm. the Rookwood Commons. Is it the Rookwood Commons behind the pavilion? Pavilion, sorry about that. Mm -hmm. And of course, there are other uh, Joseph Beth locations. Town Center and in Lexington, Kentucky. And in Lexington, I'll tell you, you guys are a gem and a treasure for our community and the best place to buy books. So go see Audrey at Joseph Beth. And Audrey's going to give me this entire list for everybody to take a look at online. So I'll make sure to post it on Amy's table on WKRQ.com. May I add one comment? Yes. It is my privilege. And my pleasure all these years. I'll be celebrating my 20th anniversary in the store on October 4th. Congratulations to <laughs> both you. you and Joseph Beth. Thank you very I much. I mean, you are a person who is absolutely doing what they were clearly born to do. I think I was lucky enough to find that job. But that's a gift. So congratulations to you because that's amazing. And then we all benefit from your gifts. So thank I'd you. i love to see everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Stick around for another helping from Amy's Table on Q102. Q. It's Amy's Table with Amy Tolman. Yeah. Q102.